We are live on Facebook. We are just getting ready and we're live everywhere. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday. You know what that means with two sisters. It is Triumph Tuesday. What are you triumphing over? What, you know, did you look at your last week? Did you look at your goals, your visions? Did you get some check marks? Even big, big wins, little wins lead to big wins. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol. So, AKA Naughty Boss. Lady Canada, live from a rainy area in Orlando with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. What is going on over there? Don't want to know. Um, <laughs> I just put on lipstick, you know, hold on one second. Go ahead, keep talking. So Triumph Tuesday, what are we triumphing over today? You know, there are so many things that really add up to a lot right like you get kind of get the ball rolling and you wake up with enthusiasm <laughs> and I love doing that because as everybody knows and I talk about it non-stop you know I'm in the studio um before five o'clock in the morning and I love that now that will not work for everybody but for me a a big triumph would be always being more organized than I was the day before, like put put more thought and planning into my day so that I can go co <coughs> confidently into the next day, knowing, darn, hey, I got some, I got some chate done. And I don't know, that just makes me feel good. So I would have to say being more organized and planning out things um, almost ahead of time. So that much more ahead of the schedule. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, this morning I triumphed over apparently putting on my lipstick because putting on a new brand, it was very drippy and wet and it's like lost. And obviously as we were coming on air, I realized I'm like, ooh, I didn't double check this. And it was just too gobby, goopy, goopy looking. So, you know, with a live podcast, what do you do? Do I sit there and fiddle with it or do I run real quick and just blot it off a little bit? And that's exactly what I did. And what that shows you is, and I frequently will get this from a lot of our viewers and audience that they notice that we kind of, when a divot or a pivot's happening, that we have to, or a pivot's happening, that we have to like, okay, redirect, refocus on really on the fly. How do you so quickly adjust to that? You just do it as if it's just your real life because this is our real life. So, I mean, what would happen if you were having a conversation and you're out to you know breakfast with your friends and you know, you noticed, you know, your makeup wasn't right or your lipstick was kind of mangled like mine was. You just, you know, you get something to wipe it. Although I did not have anything in my direct area here to do it. That's it. So I just took a little, you know, little little pivot to the other room and blotted it off and, you know, you and come right back. I mean, this is, you know, when you're running a podcast, sometimes funny things occur. And it's so funny. I was saying this the other day. I wish we had a bloopers reel <laughs> of, you know, sometimes the, depending where I am, depending on what location I am in. Do, am I getting a good connection? Do I've got to revert to my cell phone? Because you can do obviously Zooms right from your cell phone. So, you know, or, you know, now you adjust your, your phone or whatever you've got it propped on, whether it's, you know, a specific holder for a cell phone when you're doing these kinds of things and it falls, what do you do? Uh, we've done podcasts with me getting my nails done. And then I start interviewing, you know, people that are around me. So what it shows you and what we hope that we are being authentically us is that even though these things occur, they're real life things. 
you know, we don't have a, a staff running around handing us things in the tissue, you know, uh, adjusting our audio, adjusting our lighting. You know, we do that all on our own. And it showcases that you can do what you want to set up. If you want to impact people and help other people, you do whatever it means it takes within what you have. And by doing that, that's part of the journey, I think. Don't you think, Jim? Yes, and uh, I have to mute myself because the uh, the bird is uh, flipping out over something. I don't know. He's annoying the heck out of me. Oh my gosh! But anyways, yes, you're you're absolutely right. You know, sometimes the detours, although not expected, take us into a different direction, and new things pop up. Right. So kind of going back on yesterday, and all I'm gonna, you know, because I did want to bring this up, because um, I did say if you swear words when I was on my rant um, a few well you know what you said you said them but the good thing was closed caption made them stars and I wish I saw that that's kind of funny but what I want to say about my rant of yesterday and for those of you who have maybe not had a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast <laughs> excuse me um all I will say was I was not the only one who was ranting about Maxine Waters. That is true. I am actually in the midst of drafting a letter to my senator. And we'll, you know, that's a way for me to show my voice, my concern. So whatever your voice or your concern is, and that's maybe another thing that I'm triumphing over, because normally I think. Excuse me, if something bothers me that much, I need to take action. And, and I have no problem doing that because I want to stand up for my, I don't have grandchildren, but I have nieces and nephews and I have grand nieces and nephews for, for their future. I am, and I'm just going to close that aspect of it out unless you want to add to that. I am just appalled at the Speaker of the House. I am appalled at Maxine Waters, and I'll just leave it at that. Well, what I say to that is adding to what we chatted about yesterday, that we the people have a responsibility. We are the ones that are voting these people in. And just like we have seen uh, factually that Coca-Cola kind of backtrack a little bit of what they were doing, they refused to sign the letter addressing the Georgia issues, what they felt were Georgia, their own issues with how the state is going to be changing up and adding to, you know, how you can, you know, voter ID and all that kind of stuff. They backtracked because consumers spoke. You also had the judge in the George Floyd trial also address Maxine Waters. And I don't, have the exact quote, so I'm not going to say what the exact quote is, but he addressed the issue. He, he, he made a comment about it, or a statement, I should say. He also instructed the jury to, because they're not sequestered, a lot of people did, did, did not understand that they are not sequestered, so they do get influenced by media. And we, we already, I think if you have co a common sense brain, regardless where you feel, feel on any particular issue, I think we can all strongly and factually state 
And obviously now that there's evidence from Project Veritas that certain media sources had an agenda and they admit it. They admit that they are all about the fear mongering, that fear mongering sells. They admit that they pander a certain narrative to kind of throw down the throats of the American people. So again, we the people have a choice and we've spoken as you well know, and it's factual that one of the networks has really plummeted on their uh, viewership. And that's because we, the speaker spoke out and said, shut off, I'm not listening to you anymore. You're not credible. I want news that's credible that is non-biased, that's uh, non-biased, that reports actual factual information. So again, we the people spoke. Well, that also applies to who we have elected into office. We the people need to speak louder. If you come from a, a state where you are not happy with your representation, because you're not only voting for your state, you're also voting for having someone represent your state, but also on a worldwide stage, a government stage, that is a federal stage. And your vote from a local standpoint actually impacts other states because now this person is part of the conglomerate, the big federal, you know, whether uh, uh, Congress and or Senate, they're one of your representatives. So if I was from a particular state where I voted someone that is really impacting the rest of the United States in a very negative light, I wouldn't be embarrassed because really that's a reflection of her, not only her as a representative of the state, but her character, her integrity, her humanness of just being kind or not. You really get a feel for that she's not a very nice person. And I know that I wanna have somebody that's not only gonna represent my state in a good light, but that is also gonna add value to all the rest of the people that are you know, Americans in the United States because they're part of that whole process. So we, the people do have the power. We've already seen it with the walls of corporations. We've seen it in viewership with uh, news sources and social media. Well, guess what? We need to also pull that power together as a nation, as a people of we, the people and make different choices for who we want in office. So that's on us. We, we have some ownership in that. Even though obviously she represents Cal, it's California, I think she's from California, that Californians voted her in, her words are impacting the rest of the United States, in particular, that one particular state where that the trial is happening. Think about that for a moment. And I think we, the people, have to really understand the impact and the value and the importance of our vote. And does it add value? Is it gonna add value to our state and impact our state in a good way, but is it also gonna do it on the national level? So these are things that we have to think about. And I think that's how I wanna close that. We, the people have power. We have more power when we're together as one. And in these particular, particular instances, we, the people can also, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you are. If you all collectively think that we've got to elect people that are not only gonna represent us in a good way, but also going to really shine the United States. Because for me, because she's on that national level, she's a, a thorn in California's sides for sure, because they're, they're very outspoken about that now. 
but also she's a re reflection of the United States. And a lot of people don't look at it from that perspective. Hopefully now they will. They will see that this is a person they don't want representing the red, white, and blue. And I'm, I'm hoping that's the good that comes out of it. But moving on to Triumph Tuesday, that was one thing that you had to triumph over. There was a lot of people that were like on, you know, the edge of their seat, listening to the trial, listening to obviously the narrative of what was going on with her. And after a while, like I could, you know, I only, I only tuned John for a short period of time. I was listening to the closing arguments. After a while, I could feel my insides getting like, and I knew that wasn't healthy. We don't want to be around to, to watch, to witness things that don't bring out either the best of you, that bring you joy. You know, when I listen to both sides of their closing arguments, you know, I thought one side was definitely more compelling than the other. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's the jury. It's the jury that has now been handed this task. And it's a serious task because you have to, and I think people forget how you come to that verdict beyond a reasonable doubt on either end, beyond a reasonable doubt. And that is one thing I thought the judge did an amazing job in really explaining. But I, you know, when I listened to one side that I don't agree with, I could just, I could just feel it coming on. And I thought, Oop, this is not good for my mindset. It was Monday mindset, clicked it right off. And I thought I didn't let the story get the best of me in that way. You know, we've heard so much. It's been so publicized already, not only from a media standpoint, but from a violent standpoint. And, and when you get into that, and those old feelings come up of, you know, the destruction, you know, the poor communities that were impacted. You know, we were in the middle of the pandemic and then you're dealing with that chaos that, you know, they were certain groups were going around, you know, destroying, burning, destruction. And it really leads you to a dark place. And I think, I think, especially thinking at it now, I decided, no, you know, it's not good for my mindset. And so today I'm not going to let it impact me that way because I want to triumph over those feelings because they lead you to a darker place. Don't you think? Well, yes, they, they certainly do. And I have experience being on a, uh, on a jury. It was a criminal um, trial and no matter what our, <laughs> our personal perception of the individuals involved in this case, we really had to be on a reasonable doubt. It didn't matter what my personal feelings may or may have not been. It mattered on the testimonies and the, the, all the evidence brought forth. That's what they have to rule on. So one of the, one of, and I think maybe it was the judge or maybe a news commentator. <laughs> I don't remember because we were, watching it as we were eating dinner said how hard you know it would be for the prospective jurors and and i i felt i really felt the gravity of that because no matter how they feel personally they they have to put that aside and just one further thing on that when i was on that jury <clears throat> after we read the verdict you know, we go back into our little jury room 
everybody's you know cleared in the in the courtroom and then the judge came in and he asked each of us you know what was your per, number one what was your personal feeling and how did you base because he was curious he wanted he wanted to know i don't know if every judge does that and i said of course i have personal feelings about it but i'm going off of what the evidence is and the testimonies and it didn't add up for me. So I had to make the decision. Well, you know, one thing I will say with this judge, which I was really impressed upon, because I've never heard a judge go into that much detail. I don't know that we always hear all that information. I always go back to the OJ Simpson murder trial because, you know, that judge I felt did a disservice to the whole trial as a whole and the procedural piece to it as well where this particular judge was very clear. He gave those exact things, instructions that you're talking about, about personal beliefs. He told them they would not get a transcript, that their transcript was their notes, but do not let the notes, the, the notes were to use, be used for a reference, that your personal interpretation of your own notes and or other jurors' notes are just that, a personal inflection and or a personal belief of what that note could mean and that to really go by the root of memory he also did address the issue of your personal beliefs that you have to not only put your own personal beliefs aside but he basically was you know and i'm not sure the correct words i'm not even sure that he used the word intimidation but he said don't be impeded or don't be intimidated don't be he didn't use the word coerce, but don't uh, let even another juror's personal beliefs impede how you're going to fulfill your obligation. He was very descriptive, very insightful. So for that piece to it, I was really thankful that I got to witness that because he really explained things to the letter of the law. And he also included the description of the law that pertain to that particular case. So in other words, they weren't gonna get like, you know, the, this big book of laws or, you know, does this law apply this? Law? They specifically put in their booklet, you know, which laws apply and the interpretation or the meaning of that law and how then they can digest how that would be applied to this particular case. So he did, kudos to that judge, did an amazing job on really giving clarity, I believe, to the jurors. Not only that, but he was very clear and concise and very calm. Yes. Very, yeah, very calm. Professional. His, very professional, too. Yes. Very calm and professional in his delivery of the jury instructions. So um, triumph Tuesday. What are we going to triumph over? Well, <laughs> somebody needs to straighten up their desk a little bit. So I'll be working on that afterwards. And you, you are in a different location. So what are you going to be up to today? Well, today I am in the Kissimmee area. And sadly, the uh, yesterday was rainy. Today is going to be rainy, but that's okay. You know, you, you know, we frequently talk about, you know, when you have that bad weather day, how does that impede your day? Because it does affect your mood. We, we know that weather air quality, all these different things, the atmosphere, really, the stars, you know, the universe, everything like that really impedes and impacts 
your mood. And so a day like today, you have to triumph over that. You have to find other avenues to bring that sunshine, to turn a gray into a brightness, turn uh, gray into, you know, yellow sunshine. So you find different ways and creative ways. So uh, other than, you know, getting my work done this morning, we are going to look for alternative ways to have fun. You know, this is kind of a little siesta for us. And that's what I love. I do because I can still impact people, still do what I love to do and still be with people that I love. And they all work well together. It's a balancing act for sure. But when you're committed to help others do the same, this is what you do. So yeah, I, we, we have to pivot a little bit today, but you know, that that's okay. If it really came down to, uh, we are in a beautiful hotel that has a beautiful uh, atrium. So there are some some beautiful, beautiful pieces to it. I always brought a deck of cards. You, know, you never know what a deck of cards can do for you when you're away and the weather is, you know, you know, inclement weather where you can't do what you want to do. So we're hoping that there might be some breaks. But at the same time, I also truly believe when it rains like it's it is raining and it's supposed to let up, I believe, late tonight. You know, that's that's the world. That's the universe. That's God saying, you know what? You know, we've got to replenish because, you know, what is that old saying? April showers bring May flowers. You know, the, the Floridians have not had a lot of rain. So this is good for the soil. It's good for the flowers, good for, you know, pollen, keeping pollen down, kind of just refreshing. Doesn't always look so pretty. Who knows? Maybe I'll go out and I'll dance in the rain, you know, like a little kid, you know, how, how many little kids love jumping in puddles? As an adult, yeah, we can still jump in puddles, bring out that, that inner child within us. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the day, whatever the day brings on, I'm looking forward to it. I do have some work that I have to get done as well. Some uh, journaling that I was working on. So I'm excited about today. I always, I always love to be in a different location, meeting new people, you know, chatting what's going on in their lives. And, you know, Johnny loves to chat to anybody. So we, we always, you know, we always meet people on our, on our paths. So I think that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Creating your own sunshine while in that beautiful resort. And I think I know which one it is. And it is absolutely beautiful. The indoor atrium and I can remember having a cup of coffee sitting around, not that you're going to have coffee, of course, but um, no. just being, wow, you know, that that's pretty cool. It, so, it also gives that, that creative, you know, sometimes even in, within your own home, I always say, change it up. If you, if your workspace, especially if you're working home, if your workspace is one thing, we call it our office, right? But it's always good to even change that up, different direction, you know, different lighting, different different space, workspace. Because, you know, when you are at the same spot, that's why a lot of people that are not entrepreneurs dread going to work. They dread going into that cubicle. They dread going into that same office day after day after day. Well, an entrepreneur has the ability to change that up, to change your surroundings, to give it a new, fresh look. So I often tell entrepreneurs, especially on a gloomy day, change it up, go into another room, do a little bit different lighting. It's good to see different colors that really impact your brain and your, your creativity piece to your brain. So that's what I'm suggesting to you. Change it up if it's gray there. I don't know. Is it gray where you are? No, it's uh, absolutely sunny. We're going to get up to 70 degrees today. So this afternoon, I will be taking a nice walk outside. Um, obviously, I already got my workout in. So I'm 
I am very excited about today. Tomorrow will, will be rain for us. So right. all the more reason. Yeah. Yep. All the more reason to get out and just breathe some fresh air. On that note, what are you, our viewers, our listeners, what are you going to triumph over today? What is something that you want to achieve for yourself? It can be as little as making your bed, maybe going through a cabinet, whatever it is. On that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters, and this is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, Lady Canada, live remotely from a place in Orlando that is beautiful, even though it looks a little gray. That's not going to bother me. I'm going to triumph over that and make sure that we still enjoy each day because you're not promised tomorrow. What I would suggest to everyone, pay it forward. Be kind to other people. Be a good human. With that, we will see you tomorrow on Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Take care, everyone. Quick funny. I just happened to notice the closed caption. They spelt my name wrong. Oh, well, J-A-N-I-S. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.